live once again from beautiful sunny Los Angeles, California in the continental United States. You're listening to the um the Gus and Eddie podcast. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Full What's stop. that? Did you forget the name of the show? Of what's of which show? So I noticed. I said, "Do you want to start this one off?" And you started it, and then it was like it seemed pretty official. And there was a moment yeah. it seemed like you were stalling, and then you paused, and then it seemed like you remembered the Gus and Eddie podcast. Yeah, I'll have two croissant. So Josh, tell Josh to get the almond butter on the side this time. Okay, so what do you? What is that bit at all? I don't understand what that is. Sorry, I didn't hear what the fuck you were just saying. I was just ordering a croissant for my new intern. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine without explanation, we just got interns on the podcast and live. We're just one of us is in a conversation. Yeah, no, black coffee. Yeah, with the yeah. croissant. Okay, yeah. No, okay. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. hey. Hey, I know yeah. I said you could have the day off yesterday. I wanted to call you back in. I wanted a croissant. Okay. Yeah. You're gonna want to stick around. I would. I can't get an intern. I'd be awful to him. <laughs> Just kidding. Let's not. Let's not be in person yet. But let's. Uh, let's only get interns though. So we'll still do it remotely. But we'll each have two to three interns buzzing around here. The biggest one I'd be scared of if Tony ever got an intern. Oh my God! The the articles that would be written three years later. I'm just kidding. That sounded. Oh I was gonna make it sound like Tony was just being awful to a worker, but then the articles made it sound like it was something even worse. And that's, oh yeah. That's not what I'm saying about him at all. That's not. That's, I just meant like he'd pour hot coffee on him or something as a bit. But he wouldn't even do that. I've dug myself into a hole, Gus. Throw me a rope. Throw me a rope. Coming to you live from beautiful <laughs> Sunny. Listen, uh, I'm I'm in a real. It, it's a, it's one of the earliest podcasts we've shot. It's 10:25 a.m. Very early like, in the morning. It's the crack o' dawn over here in the GNE world. Normally That's we record at 11. So you know, it's yeah. I'm I'm just barely waking up, but I'm in a real for some reason I'm in a real giggly. I'm in a real silly mood today. I'm ready to just fart around. That's all I'm saying. I want to get down to some rough housing to the point where it's so it's just a little too rough, and most of the other kids are having fun, but it's certainly on everyone's mind of like that kid is rough housing a little too rough, <laughs> dude. That was I'm always that so kid. awkward, especially you know what? Every time a group of kids was playing on a trampoline that would happen like oh, so, dude, somebody would, would get some too would violent fucking dunk yeah exactly dude one time you know what it was usually it was friends of mine who didn't have brothers and didn't understand what like roughhousing was which i'm i'll give them credit like why would they know you know mm. if they weren't really like you know getting down in the mud but i remember one time a friend came up we were uh on a friend's trampoline and we had, uh, you know, when you just put a hose on the trampoline, so you're jumping with water around everywhere. Yeah. And so we were like in bathing suits, just kind of jumping around, hot day, cooling off. And one of my friends just walked up to me and just five-starred me right in the middle of the shoulder blades. And I turned oh. and I punched him really hard in the shoulder. It's like, what the hell? And he was like, you're crazy, dude. It's like, that's not, that's not crazy. You five-star someone, no. you're getting punched in the arm. That's... Mm -mm. That's children rule. That's in the children Bible, you know? The children Bible, yes. <laughs> the kids the Bible. The beginner's Bible. <laughs> I actually had a beginner's Bible when I was growing the up. The kids bop Bible. <laughs> <laughs> With all your favorite stories for kids. <laughs> Gen Exodus. Levid I was trying to zoom her up every Bible name I couldn't. And you said Gen Exodus, which is well, not I kids. Gonna do, I was good. Yeah, Exodus is not very. No, uh, but I mean Gen X would, which would be you know. I, it was gonna be like Genesis, Gen Exodus. Uh huh. But then the second one verse of the Bible is Exodus, though. What would be the Ten Commandments of the Kids Bop Bible? Not Kids Bop. I'm just saying that as a joke. It would be the Bible for kid life. Hanging out with other kids. Uh, okay, Ten Commandments of Kids Bop. Definitely, uh, one of them is definitely, you get five-starred, you can, you can punch someone in the arm. That's for sure. That's fair. That's really fair. Uh, the second one is, uh, you must drink uh, only Capri Sun Roaring Waters, and you can't use the straw. You have to bite through the hole, and then tell all your friends, 
I never use a straw. I just suck it right out yep. through the hole. It's just a waste. Um, one um, of them is you uh, are not allowed during capture the flag to put the flag in a thorn bush. That was a very fair. that was a very real dispute in my neighborhood. Um, really, is to put it in the thorn? Yeah, bush? it was, dude. It was one fucking kid. I'm not gonna say his name, but he actually seems to be <laughs> when we when we were teenagers, he actually seemed to grow up to be a lovely guy. But as a kid, he was a fucking asshole. He was just he was so confident in every like sport and everything that he would just like literally say he was the best at everything which you know cool. uh, one time gym class hero one time in fourth grade we were having a, an argument and i said you know give me a fake name uh randall you know randall you're not the best at everything and he looked at me dead in the eye and he said yes i am and i was like that Holy fuck. <laughs> I wish I had an ounce of Randall's confidence. I know, but he would uh, put in capture the flag. He wanted to win so badly that he would like cut his own arm putting, uh, we would use tennis balls for the flag, and he would yeah. cut his own arm putting it into a thorn bush. So if, you know, like somebody was about to capture the flag, he could see because they were trying to carefully get their arm in without getting cut. That's against yeah. the rule. That's got to go in the kids' bot Bible for sure. Okay, no placement of the capture the flag flag in the bramble bushes or thorns. Um, you also have to, uh, every time the Disney Channel logo comes on where the kids paint it, you have to pantomime the little mouse ear painting thing while you of point course. at the TV. Um, you have to berate and badger your mom to the point of her considering leaving her career and moving to another state because you want some Todino's pizza rolls. <laughs> Dude, actually, can I say... I think part of the the command the the kids commandments then and now we're speaking as adults. I think any argument or behavior that happened between you and your siblings before you were all before you were like 10 or 11, we wiped the slate clean. Forgiveness yeah. for that. You're you were a kid and you know one time and you know he's still maybe a little salty about it, maybe I should get forgiven for this. One time me and Tony were like 4 or 5. We would every Friday. My dad would take us to Hollywood Video. Uh, we would get to as a group, as a family rent a movie, and then Tony and I would get to rent a game. It was a goddamn dream. Um, I love that. And but the biggest dispute in our household is we, you know, okay, it's a great Friday. You're home with the game, but who the fuck gets to play the game first? Dude, you know, come on, man. And that's that's a real battle every time. So usually my dad would flip a coin. Um, and one time, let's say I bit Tony. Okay, you. Tony? I was four. I was four years old. All right. I did. I did bite Tony though. It was we were we were having an argument, and I bit him in the arm, and then I got grounded. I believe for like a month with no video games, and then a month and a half went by, and we were eating dinner. And to my dad, I was like, "Hey, um, would it be uh, okay if I, you know, played a game tonight?" And my dad was like, "Why wouldn't it be okay if you played a game tonight?" I was like. (laughs) Um, I've been grounded. <laughs> he was like, oh, um, yeah, no, yeah, okay. He just totally <laughs> forgot. He forgot. And I didn't play video games for like a month and a half. I deserved it, though. But it was just like, I remember being like, oh, oh, my God. This has been, you know, a constant shitty part of my life that I can't play games. And he's just like, he's an adult. Why would he give a shit? Why would he remember? Oh, yeah. That's, uh, yes, sir. You must. Uh, granted, the power has been lifted. Get out there. I feel I still I actually as a kid, even for the next couple of years, constantly was like, man, I can't believe I was so angry that I that I bit Tony. I still feel I still feel bad about it. I'm sorry, Tony. Tony, can you put up a yes that you forgive me uh, on screen? Just a big yes. I forgive you, Eddie. I forgive you for everything. He's Thank not you. Doing, I just feel like he's not doing that right now. Who so. knows? Do you know what Tony and I have been doing that's really fun? Um, what? Well, uh, Chrissy and I are, are playing through Red Dead because I wanted to see the story again, even though I have my issues with the game. Tony sure. and I were doing Red Dead Online, which has a billion issues, but now you can like choose a path, and we both chose Bounty Hunter, wow. and you can do bounty hunting missions together. Oh, that's great. And Why, they, I would love to do that. They have legendary bounty missions that have like small cutscenes and are like bigger missions. I think there's maybe like 15 of them. And so like one of them was uh, a family of four and Tony and I like split up across the desert area and had to like start picking them up and bringing them back and stuff. And we made our guys look like us. Damn. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, like no, that. it's been it, it's been pretty fun. But um, 
Uh, yeah. So okay, we have. I probably. I'm guessing. I'm. Sh- I'm sure people listening have a count for how many commandments we have. Let's say we have six. We need okay, to fill four more. Let's do it. Um, thou shall not. Um, th- thou shall not. Thou shall not tell. Tell. That's fair. That's really thou, fair. Thou shall not tell on your sibling. Sorry, um, I, it's been a while since I brushed up on religion. I'm sorry if I'm slow to come <laughs> out with this stuff here. Okay. Um. Uh, obviously, um, the neighbor's wife commandment should carry over. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got. You got. We got to keep things clean. We got to make sure we cover all the bases. Yep. Yep. Might as well get that one in there. Let's ditch murder, though. Probably don't need that. Yeah. No. Yeah, murder can. Murder can stay in the kids' Bob Bible. That one's That's fine. That's fine. It is. It is okay. Uh, thou shall not uh, say you can do a kickflip uh, in any fashion, because let's just face it: none of the kids that would read the kids' Bob Bibles can do a kickflip, and That's we should true. just accept that. And if you say you can do a kickflip, you are required, no matter where you are, to do a kickflip within the next minute, or you are a liar. Yeah, and you'll go to Kids Bop Hell. That's where they play only the unkids bopified versions of the songs, and your head explodes because of the swearing you hear. Do you remember like some of the craziest lies other kids told you when you were younger? Oh, dude, yeah, it was about the dumbest shit. Sometimes, not even lies about their own life, but sometimes, uh, I think Tony and I separately both got baited by older kids were on the bus where one kid was like, I think we had one kid to Tony where he was like, Hey, say the word damn. And Tony said damn. And he raised his hand immediately to the bus driver and was like, Tony swore. Um, And then one time, yeah, I didn't know what the middle finger was. And an older kid taught me to do it. And then uh, I got told on for it, which is like, what the hell, man? What what kind of sadistic (laughs) bullshit is like just getting a random kid in trouble for no reason? Oh, man, I don't know. It's that survivor mentality, baby. Yep. yep. (laughs) Crawling up the ranks there. Man, I would it would always be dumb shit. Like, really, that that kind of fallacy holds up of like, oh, you know, my cousin said that he got this in this game, you know, mm-hmm. like, like shit that never existed. And it was the stuff like, hey, you know, my cousin played the fun brain turtle game or like, you know, uh, I'm in Age of Empires. Actually, I unlocked a minigun. No, I, he didn't. Yeah, I did. I totally <laughs> did. It's like, it's like fucking lying to me. I had a kid when we were it was way too old. We were sophomores in high school. And he said that he went fishing with his dad and he caught 200 fish. <laughs> it was like, it was <laughs> Come like, on, dude, man. like what, what do you mean? <laughs> like 200, <laughs> like not to people listening, not, he wasn't saying you caught 200 fish in his lifetime. He was like, oh, we went out for a nice afternoon fishing. Uh, I almost said segment. What? A uh, fishing <laughs> trip. And he caught 200 fish, which means like, who has the time? You know. So if you caught like reeling in, even assuming it was just a little like panfish or whatever, like off the side of the boat, each fish, like from the time that you cast, you get the hook on, you reel it in and you take it off. I would assume is like probably the quickest that you could do it is two minutes. Right. right? So 200 times, so two <laughs> times 200 is 400, 400 divided by 60 is what? Well, you're already at. 60, 120, uh, 180, 240. I mean, I'm already at four hours. Uh, <laughs> I just, I decided when minutes. you started in my head, I went, I'm just not going to do the math. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I can maybe figure this out. And my brain went, nope, let's let Gus handle this one. I don't want to even, you know I don't even want to start bending my brain at all. You can't stand the heat. Stay out the boat. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> How were you at math? Boat. Stay on the dock. Um, <laughs> in uh, school. How was I at math? I'm really good. Like little, sh- little dumb shit like that. Like with the fish thing. Like I can do that stuff pretty, pretty well. Like if it's, but it is such a low ceiling though for my mathematical abilities. My it was really, I was really weird for me because I was really fucking good at math. And then I went to seventh grade, and it was like the opposite. Like Gus, exact imagine the same th- thing happened. I was oh, like, dude. did you guys have the like multiplication exercises where they'd time you? Did you have that at all? Oh, yeah, where you just had the big grid of them and you had to do as many as you can. Yeah, Fuck that so shit, I was amazing at those. And I was yeah. like in elementary school, probably I would say never top of my class in math, but always like in the top five, probably rank fifth usually, you know? Yeah. And then seventh grade hit and I was like, ooh. Still doing all right, but not the best. And I'm just skating along. The best. And then eighth grade, I was like, I guess I'm bad at math. 
I in just two years I've flipped completely. Great at English yeah. though. Great at English. Can't take that great from at, me. That's just the thing. I am also great at English, and it was the, it, again. It was like seventh grade came around, and it was like truthfully, how disillusioning is it? Like think about the skill that you're one of the best at. Like, one of your best skills. Now, imagine next year, some fucking adult comes around and plops a pack in front of you and said, hey, uh, you're just not going to be good at that anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like, so we were talking upstairs, and we just decided to take this skill from you for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah, you've been using it. You've been too wet and wild here with it. you got to rein it in. You can spell, that's it. I I think the best thing I... I my my biggest talent in school was writing essays for English, and I yeah. think that's kind of exactly what commentary videos are in a way, you know. And so it kind of turned into my job pretty much all yeah. the time. Translated um, pretty well. Is that's making good. an argumentative essay. One thing I liked, I, I don't I don't know if I told this on the podcast. It really warmed my heart. It was one of the my favorite moments from high school. Was I had this English teacher that I really really liked a lot, and he uh, I asked him for a letter of recommendation. I ended up not needing it because I went to community college because I couldn't afford school. And um, uh, I read it. And I remember being nervous when I was in his class because he was very good at English. And I was like, every time we give, we're given, or not every time, but a lot of the time we're given two argumentative like opinions, you know? Yeah. I would kind of go down the middle and try and take both sides and write it like that. And I was like, I wonder if that's like a cop out and, you know, I'm just not doing it right. And he thinks I'm like a shitty writer. And then I read the letter of rec. And not only was he saying a bunch of really nice personal things, but he mentioned that like I looked at things in a different way and usually made like a really good argument that wasn't the one given to me. And I was like, oh, he noticed. He know yeah. I still think about that to this day. It, it was like something I was really insecure about. And then a teacher just swooped in and was like, no, that's one of your strengths. And I was like, holy shit. I love it. Oh God. I actually well, had, um, after YouTube started working out, I had breakfast with him in my old class. And he still kept up watching my videos. Dude, that some, is really cool. some teachers are so great. Some teachers are so gifted, man. Dude, it's nuts. Yeah, like it's... They're a godsend because they're not always appreciated fully, too. Can you imagine being that goddamn good at your job and then people just bitch and moan at you? Uh -uh. Yeah, it sucks because I feel like most adults, um, their first thought when they think of a teacher is their most negative experiences because everyone Uh also has a negative experience with a teacher. And it just it sucks. You know, I wish I wish everyone had like a like a banger teacher in their life. I think a good deal of people do, but also some don't. And that sucks because you deserved it. We, I, exactly. You freaking deserve it. You treat yourself, you dang teacher. I, I had two points to the teacher talk. Uh, first of all, I remembered, uh, it, when I went to college, uh, speaking of like reading and writing and shit, I had a, I had a professor that just about failed me at English. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And, and it was like one of those things where like, my mom is an English teacher too. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm the kid freshman year that's roping in their mom to their college discussions. That was not the case, but like she did fully agree with me on this. Where like, it was just an older woman who had such antiquated rules that just, she was trying to shoehorn into teaching and stuff where she was like, her little quirks and rules broke like the fundamental laws of the language that we're trying to use. Like, Mm -hmm. and it was infuriating to write essays because she just had like a short list of words that you couldn't use. And every instance of them being used in there, she would penalize you. And one of those words was they, or any variant of it. They, they are like there as in T-H-E-Y-R-E. Because here's the thing that she would continuously say, and I would sit down with her and I would want to pull my motherfucking hair out because I would, here, here's an example of a sentence, you know, I would say, uh, when the birds fly in for the winter, they take up roost in the field. All right. And uh-huh. she would, all, she would look at that and she'd sit down with me and she'd circle it and penalize me. And I'd, and I'd say, I'm sorry, what is wrong with that? She goes right there. They. What is they referring to? It could be anything. The you birds. Said, the birds. Yeah, I know. It's like, are you, I want to fucking puke. I'm so mad right now. I was like, the what birds. the fuck are you talking about? It's the birds. And I would sit down and I'd be like, they are the birds in this situation. She goes, no, let's dissect it. You've said roost. Now, roost can be a verb. It can also be a noun. You've said field. Field is a noun. Are you referring to the roost? Are you referring to the field? You can't put these vague words. So like essentially, they. 
she was an English teacher that couldn't critically think about English sentences and was like, I just have, I'm so lost that you and need just, to walk me through it. And the insane thing is, like, I was, she would be inconsistent with these rules. And whenever she would, she was so harsh on students that I was probably doing myself no fucking favors. But I would absolutely, like, interject and raise my hand when I, and, and I would point out the inconsistencies. Because listen, I'm going to say it. Yeah, I fucking fuck up English. I'm really good at that shit, okay? And it would she would point Wait, shit out no, on Gus, the board. When what? you say that shit, are you referring <laughs> to the teacher? Are you referring or, or to you? <laughs> what? What? You know, it was something. Uh, Wait, sorry. You were you were had something else about interjecting. What did she? What would she say? Well, then? I mean, I would always do that shit that where I was just like, I'm sorry, and I would try to do this thing when I, and I wouldn't be the prick that was like being an asshole with how I said it, but I'd be like, I'm sorry, excuse me. The example that you're giving is inconsistent with what you just said was a rule. I said, this is the same thing. She goes, no, it's different. Like she would take that same test and then I would, there would be a different sentence that it was like, in the fall time, the turtles would come in and they would sleep in the pond. And she'd be like, oh, that's fine because you're establishing that the pod is where, and I'd be like, that's the same fucking equation. Uh And this one where I would... It, it was blowing my mind because it was the freshman year and I was fucking like failing English. And I was yeah. like, and it was all on these essays. And I was like, this stupid person is fucking me up here. And I would go to other English professors and shit. Like you could go and like talk to other people in the department and stuff where I brought some of my papers in front of my history professor who was just really super smart. And they would look at stuff and sometimes they'd be like, yeah, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. That looks fine to me. And I'd get like a fucking D on this shit. Oh I just God. don't. I, and, and again, yeah, it's right after we said there's most teachers are fantastic, but there's just one woman that was just trying to fucking just destroy the English language as we know it, and it was losing my mind. I don't know if anyway. I've mentioned this on the podcast. Um, I had a really weird, I think I've told you this, I had a really weird experience in my senior year English where um, I, I really lucked out my senior year because I ended up, I knew I was going to community college. I've definitely told this before. I dropped math because I was like... Mm-hmm. Wait, I actually don't need this math credit. Why would I be taking a math class? For real, yeah. like, which uh, actually my sister told me, and I never thought about, and because she she was like, yeah, I didn't need it my my senior year, so I dropped it. But when you're in high school, you're like, oh, I have math this year, of course. And it was like, mm-hmm. wait, for real, why the fuck would I be in this? So I I dropped it, and then I ended up I had to switch my English class. So my English class was doing the first semester almost entirely on Hamlet, and then I switched to a class that was going to do their second semester almost entirely on Hamlet. So sure. I, just, I almost had a full year of Hamlet. And in <laughs> Hamlet, a lot. here's the thing. I retained a lot of Hamlet. I don't remember scene for scene. But ha- do you remember a bit, bits of Hamlet? I mean, bes- we had to do little the soliloquies and I shit. I don't remember it, most Shakespeare that, shit. No. Honestly, I, it's, a, it's a shame. I, actually, it's not a shame. It's great. I remember so much more SpongeBob in my brain than Shakespeare, and it's a good. It's, it's, it's living up better space than Shakespeare would be up here. <laughs> it's having much more fun. Good. But um, uh, there's a scene where Hamlet, I believe, is like pretending to be crazy to kind of throw everybody off, and he almost comes in like half naked, and it's, it's very unsettling and weird, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, my teacher at the time, was a teacher that I don't know. I wasn't huge on. She was also Tony had her at one point, and she was like pretty mean. Um, and she, but she really liked me. And at one point, because we were reading them out with the class, and I wasn't. I was like a smaller part. And she goes, "You know what? We're gonna act out this scene. Eddie, why don't you come up and be Hamlet?" And I'm like looking down at my desk, like tired that day. I'm just like, "Huh? What? Okay." And I get up. Yeah. And she gets me up in the front of the class. She's like, okay, so Hamlet walks in all crazy and she starts like pulling my jean leg up and like trying to like pull my like hoodie down and like trying to almost like half undress me for to be Hamlet. And I was so everyone was I was making eye contact with everyone and everyone in the class was like, the hell is she doing? And so I had to like act and be Hamlet. And I left that day and we all walked out and we were like, what the fuck was that? That was so weird. Man, and I just I don't know. I don't it was just like very that. odd. It was very bizarre. She it wasn't like humiliating or anything because all of the class was making eye contact with me like, what the hell? Um yeah. it was just it was just very, very bizarre. And oh, um 
There was one time though. It's a here's a life hack for for post Zoom life for any high schoolers out there. I remember I was talking to my friend Danny, and I was like, "Yeah, man, I get so I don't know about you guys. I get so nervous reading in public. I can talk in public, but if I have to read out loud, my brain starts breaking because I get so nervous." then I'm going to fuck it up and people are going to think I'm bad at reading and I'm good at reading. It's just some weird uh, anxiety. And so I was talking yeah, to my friend Danny and I was like, you aren't reading in class, right? And he's like, yeah, uh, I just told the teacher that I get really, really anxious when I have to read in public and I'd, I'd prefer not to. And I was like, I get really anxious. He's like, just tell the teacher. And I did. And this is a different English teacher. And they respected the wishes and I didn't have to read in public. Like I didn't have to read to the Perfect. class ever for the rest of the year. So wow, if it's if it's a big out. issue for you and you go back to high school, do that. You know, like why wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, might as well ask. Where she here is no. Honestly. Unless also, I guess it could maybe help you with reading skills. But sometimes, you know, that doesn't help. Is just pushing somebody out into it and being like, you'll get used to it, and then they don't. But yeah. um, but also maybe it helps. So I don't know. Don't listen to me. I'm 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 a fucking YouTuber. <laughs> Who knows? See, yeah, <laughs> that's the worst part. Is I feel like stuff like that can elicit complete opposite ends of like the spectrum results wise you know like you either just like really really fuck over a kid and kind of establish to like if you're heavy handed and you're like come on do it do it do it do it do it like with, when it's like public pressure stuff like that i feel like that either really reinforces the idea that it's like oh people will just goad them into doing shit or yeah. it takes a quiet kid and actually gives them a fucking chance yeah like and i'm on the other side of the coin with a lot of shit like a lot of performing and like public speaking opportunities and like i think of like the spelling bees that i did and playing live music and shit and like public speaking when i wasn't stuff. reading anything that has always helped me with my anxiety i had a speech class mm -hmm. in community college where i prefer my final uh speech i essentially did i was starting to do the bad movie reviews you and i knew each other at the time and yeah. i i i essentially did one of my movie videos live and it killed. Mm. And I was like, holy shit, I can do this live too. And it works. And that gave yeah. me so much confidence for my videos because I was like, well, I've done this to a crowd and it worked. So, you know, fuck it. Exactly. Yeah. I think one of the early uh, public speaking opportunities that I had pretty regularly was like uh, at church on Sundays, this one member of the congregation would get up and read like it was a passage from the Bible and it always took place at the same time, like pre-sermon or whatever. And uh it would just, you know, you get up and you read a page from the Bible. And uh, I did kids that. bought Bible or a regular Bible? We, I tried bringing a kids bought Bible and they spanked my bare ass and they said I'm going to go to hell. So I didn't read out of that for the next six years. We just Got used it. a King James Version Bible. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah. No, I figured. It was just, they called it heathenous. I didn't even know it was a word. Uh, but it was fine. And, and I would get up there and it would really just be a matter of like, what? Mom, what is what is this before I go up? Canaan. Okay, okay, okay. You know, like, mm. but you'd get up there, and I mean, probably since I was 10, you know, I'd get up there, and I would I'd at least read something in front of a group of people, you know? Yeah. But uh, that helped, well, I suppose. A weird question, because your, your town was so small. Mm -hmm. When you were doing these public speaking things, it was essentially like the same crowd your whole childhood, right? Yeah, it was exactly. Was, what was, the, did that just give, I wonder if that had like ramped up your confidence because you're like, well, I performed in front of these people four times already. So, you know, not that it's the exact same people every time, but you know what I mean? I wonder if yeah. that like helped public speaking stuff too, because it's not like randoms as well. And it, then it maybe helped you in front of random crowds after being able to build that confidence too. Or maybe I'm just yeah. theorizing and that didn't help at all. You know? I would always, I would always go up there. You, you make a good point, and to speak to that, Eddie, I go up there after the first time, and I would sweat, like I would sort of like swagger up, and uh, just as Bill Maher waits for every single clap before he goes on to the next joke, I would just go ahead and just wait for the applause to die down before I said, <laughs> "I'm not saying a fucking word up here till you people are on your feet." I'd do that. Stop it! Stop confident. it! You gotta stop say it. that to All a right. silent crowd to, in church. Oh, stop keep it. it down! Keep it down! Keep it down! Lady took her tits out over there. Keep it down! Keep it down! All right! All right! All right! Say about me. It's about the big guy. Turn Dude. your chapter books to page. I don't know. Fucking pick one. I'll read it. I'm good at anything here. Hey guys, thank you so much for watching the podcast, uh, and thank you Scouts Honor for sponsoring today's podcast. Listen, guys, as pet parents, working from home has given us, that's me and Sabrina, more time to spend with our four-legged family members. Now we're more aware of their daily needs, health issues, and their well-being. 
So, if you've noticed that your pet is itchy or smells less than pleasant, you have to check out Scout's Honor. Scout's Honor is a go-to pet brand for grooming products that will help itch relief, odor control, and overall healthier skin and coat. All right, they got some fantastic products. They smell wonderful too. My favorite smell, a little bit of that lavender. Who doesn't like a little lavender, huh? Scout's Honor's probiotic grooming products are a scientifically proven natural solution for treating your pet's skin problems. When applied to the skin, probiotics support healthy bacteria and fight against bad bacteria that can cause irritation. With every purchase, Scout's Honor provides one day's worth of meals for a rescue animal in need. That sounds pretty cool, a little rescue animal, that ain't too bad. With Scout's Honor, your pet will never look, feel, or smell better. Check out all of Scout's Honor's award-winning products today. Available online or wherever pet supplies are sold. To receive 20% off your first order, go to scoutshonor.com slash Gus and Eddie. Remember, that's Scouts with a K at scoutshonor.com slash Gus and Eddie for 20% off your order. Scouts Honor, natural and preventative grooming solutions for pets. Hey guys, the sponsor for today's podcast is Candid. Thank you, Candid, for sponsoring. Are you unhappy with your smile? You don't have to be, guy. You don't. Thousands of people have used Candid, the clear, comfortable, removable, and practically invisible aligners to help straighten their teeth, and now they love their smile. Candid is here to help straighten your teeth so you can fall in love with your smile too. Your treatment is prescribed and closely monitored remotely by a licensed orthodontist who's an expert in tooth movement. You'll have the same quality of care that you'd get from an in-office orthodontist from the comfort and convenience of your own home. And while other companies use general dentists, Candid only works with orthodontists. With Candid, the same orthodontist who created your plan is from or is with you rather from start to finish, so you never have to wonder how you're doing. The average Candid treatment is just six months. You'll start seeing results way before then, and it costs thousands less than traditional braces. Become your best you. Start straightening your teeth today. Right now, you can save $75 on Candid's starter kit. Go to CandidCO.com slash Gus and Eddie and use code Gus and Eddie. That's CandidCO.com slash Gus and Eddie. Code Gus and Eddie. Take advantage of this limited time offer to save $75 on your starter kit. That's CandidCO.com slash Gus and Eddie. Code Gus and Eddie. Thank you, Candid, for sponsoring. I'm kissing. Get out of here. I actually couldn't tell you the last time I was inside of a church. Mm. I really don't know. I think mine was probably, well, mine, I guess, was back in June uh, because our church is just dead empty. That was back when I was back home in Wisconsin, you know. That's where I filmed the classroom discussion video where everyone's oh, like, oh, you filmed Josh. that in a church? I, f- I filmed that in a church. Those were in the Sunday school classrooms oh. that have been dormant for six months. So I just went in there and took all the Jesus shit and moved it out and then kept all the learning You can shit. just do that? Well, the, that's small town stuff, man. That's, that's cool. small town, small that's town cool stuff though. like that. Yeah. Well, where it's just like, and especially it's small town stuff paired with like our role in some small town stuff where right. it's like all my family. Your dad has is been, God. My dad is God. My mom is uh, Jesus. <laughs> not even like, not even like, see, I'm a Christian God and then like a Greek <laughs> goddess. Uh, but you know, like we've been involved in a lot of like sports stuff. So my parents are involved at the school and then, you know, like we can go into the old church and stuff and it's just like, people will let you in if they know who you are. And, and a lot of the small town stuff, like I'm not going in and fucking stuff up, but really with pretty much anything, when I go back home, it's like, it's easier to ask for forgiveness than it is for permission. You can kind of just go places. And if someone's like, get out of here, you go, ah, all right, yeah, I'll get out of here. You know, (laughs) you imagine though, if you're like. Sven, I got a video idea. We go in there and we trash the place. Yeah. We just fucking trash the place. Let's stream it on D Live too. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to D Live? Is it still a thing? I don't even. I have no fucking idea. Exactly. You know, I was what I was remembering before uh, was when we were talking about math teacher shit. Uh, I, it, it, there's so many little things and, and I hear it the most when Sven or Thor's on the podcast and we just tell stories that seem so commonplace to us. And then there's somebody that didn't grow up where we grew up that just goes, hold on. What the fuck are you talking about? Yep. Uh, but it's our I was whole like, audience with you. What I remember my math teacher when, when math got tricky in seventh grade, I was, I was going to say without even hesitation, I was going to say, Oh man, yeah, you know, I started hating math when I got to seventh grade, but my seventh grade math teacher was all right. 
uh, every year during deer season, he would tell every kid in class to bring in a can of pop, and uh, then whoever would go out and shoot the biggest buck during deer season would win all the cans of pop from everyone in the grade. So oh, we talking about a uh, 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 buckshot deer can? <laughs> Sorry, I just pop, poppy buckshot. Yeah, <laughs> I was, I, I was trying. My brain just tried to combine those words, and it just fucking, <laughs> I, it just put them in a fucking mixer and just flipped them all around. That's like the version of uh, the uh, Childish Gambino, the name, the Wu Tang name generator thing. There That's you go. Is. Yeah, Bone. Anyway, that was uh, so Eddie. This next fall, if you want to do a little gambling, why don't you take a uh, take a little soda can of Diet Coke and go leave it at uh, the math teacher's door, and maybe you'll have a chance to win. You know what I want to do? Yeah, and hear me out. This next hunting season, let's hope that everything's back to normal. I'm gonna bet on one of the uh, Johnson brothers. I'm gonna bet. All I'm right. gonna. I'm gonna start gambling with your guys' success. Really? All right. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm a... gonna start. I'm gonna start with the podcast guys or with the podcast audience. We're not. It's not gonna be real money, but we're gonna start gambling. And uh, I'm. I got my money on you, dude. <laughs> All right. I like just, it. Just. Just. And no hate to Sven. Is Thor hunting yet? Thor is hunting. He's hunted for about uh, five years. Okay. I just didn't know. I. J- I. I have only heard your statistics and they've been great. Yes. And so compared, you know, but maybe it's lights a fire. Maybe, hey, maybe I put some money on Sven and he's like, I, got, I don't want to disappoint, you know? You know what? I would, I would, for the meme, encourage that if it weren't. For, and Sven was going to be so pissed if he heard this. But I am such a leagues better hunter than anybody. <laughs> it's not even a fucking question i have sven is so mad regularly about it there are two times where i have won the big buck cup in our group where you you gain the biggest buck uh and and they have been directly in deer stands that sven was gonna sit in and then because he was either too tired or too cold or whatever the fuck he was like all right i'm not gonna sit in that stand i'll give it up and i went right in and i got the big buck champ in that stand like an hour later dude that's so, the worst way to beat him possible. Oh my god! Honestly, dude, it's terrible for like I, I, because you start when you're 12 is when you can legally hunt. Um, well, rather, in a rule that I vehemently disagree with, and that our group vehemently disagrees with. I don't know if it's probably not a federal law, but statewide in Wisconsin now, I don't believe there is any minimum age for hunting. Ah, uh, so There's now you're gonna no- have to deal with the baby hunters. Those little baby boomers, that's the new definition of it. They can, uh, they can, they're so tiny, they can hide in places that the deer can't see. So and then they right. just in, they infect them. They're like diseases. They don't even shoot <laughs> anyway, I've been hunting since I was 12, and I'm, I think I'm like, in terms of buck stuff, I'm, I'm nearly at 100% relative to years hunted. And Sven is maybe at 25%, if that. I mean, he. He would be yeah, so mad right Sven now. He'd come be like, on and defend himself, man. Dude, He's no, gonna Sven hear this would clip. Be, here, I'm gonna. Should I give him a quick ring right now? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, I will. I will see what he's up to. Oh, he's talking Valheim shit. All right, look, give him a call. He's gonna be pissed immediately. Is my is my. I can't guess. wait. I can't wait. I hope we have a, a bad uh, track record for Sven answering the phone on the podcast. He almost never picks up, dude. Tony's there ready to go all the time. Tony's Sven ready to just, pick up and hang up every time. He's freaking slacking. more than he, I know it's exactly what's going to happen. Sven won't pick up. Here, you guys listen to his voicemail, by oh, the way. yeah, I forgot about Sven's voicemail. It's still the one that he recorded when he was like 12 or 14. Hey, this is Sven. Leave me a message and I'll try to call you back as soon as I can. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great i know he's gonna call me back in like three minutes i'll just pick up good uh, okay we'll hear that. it then until then you want to hit some preguntas you want to hear from the boys let's hear from the boys oh right. guys follow us on twitter.com our usernames are eddie burbeck not mine and oh. gus buckets not eddie's also real quick if everything goes correctly please don't let this age poorly. This is right. coming out, you know, obviously on Monday. I should have a new video out. It's called guys, uh, something along the lines of like Twins Weird Me Out or something. It's, you, you just got to watch and see. Swipe up on the video to get that activation link right now, everybody. Or just, you know, go to the channel. But not yeah. now. Let the podcast end first and then go watch it. 
Watch Eddie's video first, and then when you're so happy that you have this big, long, yummy mealtime video in your gut, go watch my Skyrim music video, please. There you go. Oh, Sven's calling me back. Yes. Hey, Sven, you're on speakerphone on the podcast. Uh, I just wanted to ask you something if you got a free minute. Sure, what you got? So I was, we we're just talking about hunting record stuff, and Eddie was curious about everything, and I made sure to fill him in on the fact that in pretty much every single way, I am not even a little bit better, but significantly better of a hunter than you are. Okay, so the the goal of this was to weigh in, call me, <laughs> and and have me confirm that you're a better hunter than I? Yeah, that sounds about like the process I just went through. So, what what, what was the thinking on this? What are you, <laughs> yes, yes, Gus, you're so much better than me. Now, I'm bad. I'm terrible. I mean, that was kind of how it kept reverberating around in my head of how it was going to go. And Here it's happening in real life. This is what you wanted. This is, well, the results are a bit different than what I had hoped for and anticipated. Um, what, what are you qualifying uh, as a better hunter? What is your, relative to the years that you've hunted, what is your percentage? You know what? <laughs> wait, a minute, wait, 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 what? Let's do uh let's do a percentage of deer that I've missed. That is Ooh. Okay, Sven versus has you. Versus, Ooh. Wait, have you missed more than me? Well, how many deer have you missed? I've missed 3 tops. Okay. I have missed 2. Okay, so 2. So I've missed 3 tops and I am Right. You have five years of hunting on me. And I have five years of hunting on you. That's so a good got... point. You didn't mention that, Gus. You didn't mention that point. So, But that still is a way higher percentage of success. So well, actually, if I have 12, I want... 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, can I, 21, what, Really 20. quick, Gus, can I come in? Can, yeah, can, can Sven hear me at all? He can't, I have right? Not have the ability Hold to... on. Sven, here. Can you hear Eddie say speaking stuff? Sven, again. can you hear me right now? I think the more accurate thing, Gus, actually, now that Sven makes that point, is you have always been older than Sven, so to compare year to year is not correct. You need to start comparing your when you guys were the same age because it's all about experience and the amount of time and the age at the time. You need to stack yeah. your years also, when you, you know were what? Sven's I age. Factor in too, though, like, I, have not, I have had years where I haven't had the ability to even shoot at a deer. Exactly. Like so at least three where I have not seen a deer that I could take like a safe shot at. Exactly. So if you would have put yourself in the position to to have more opportunities and in thus be a better <laughs> hunter, you would have created those doors for yourself. If I would have put and myself in a position to be the First of all, okay, two things. First of all, kind of Eddie it actually is cuz I will go so fucking Rambo Dambo mode out there. I I people hate no. People hate sitting in the hunting stand with me because I am such a fucking, like, noise Nazi, dude. I am, like, any little coat move, I am, like, shut the fuck up. Like, don't move at all. I, I stay out later. I stay out till it's goddamn pitch black. Oh, I do that, too. Here's the, here's the only edge that Gus has on me other than being a noise Nazi, which doesn't factor into yes, hunting it does. once you're in a stand. <laughs> the only edge Gus has on me is occasionally I will take off evening stand on <laughs> thanksgiving and gus will always go hey Sven, which stand were you gonna go sit in if you were to go hunt and then i have told him at least twice now where i was going to sit and then he'll shoot a buck wait gus hold curse. on wait what? can Sven hear me again he'll get a deer hold on Sven, can you hear eddie right now so Sven, Gus yeah. just told the story as in you abandoned the stand and he took it over. I didn't know Gus asked you directly which one you were at to try. Gus, are you trying to fucking make yes. Sven feel bad with the deer you hunt? So, so the first year, the first year, it was just that there was a hotter stand on the on the land, and Sven, it was Sven's turn to sit there. And then he decided to stand for Thanksgiving. So then I was like, all right, well, I'm going to sit there then because it was fully vacant. And then I took, I got a, the big buck there that year. And then like the next year, or it might've been two years after I was like joking. Twice, twice in a row. It was, so it, where I sat. it was twice in a row. So then the next year as a joke, 
Sven already had a different evening stand planned, and I was just like, now where would you have sat? And then Sven changed, and I went and sat in that stand that he made the decision to not go sit in at all, and I shot the big buck there. I would argue you're looking for trouble when you're doing that. I'm looking for trouble. I'm in the fucking woods and Sven's fist deep in a goddamn sweet potato pie inside. That's why I'm the better fun. And you know what? Gus, I would would argue that you're not just looking to hunt deer, but you're looking to flex on Sven when you're asking those things. That's what what it sounds like. You know what? I absolutely am. I am looking to flex on Sven. And you know what? Let's bring up your point, Eddie. Let's, Let's look at a more useful stat anyway. Let's go back to the same age that Sven was. Let's knock off those five years. I don't feel good about this knowing the history. Sounds fucking good. I'm pretty much 100% still. I've I've had two years that I've missed that I haven't got a buck and two years that I've doubled up. So it's come back to an even 100. Had so many years where I just have not seen a buck to shoot at. It's just because Sven's up in the stand and he's smoking cigars and farting and playing oldies yeah, rock up there. I have shit. one question right. for both of you. Eddie's got a question. Yeah. Have either of you hunted the most dangerous game, aka a human being? Inadvertently, no. <laughs> so you're not good hunters. That's it. It's that's the most dangerous game. That's fair. That's fair. And I went on this weird little path. I remember, um, and then there was a big dino I shot off, but then as I shot, the gun kicked back. I was like, whoa, 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 and I stepped off, and I stepped on a butterfly wing. That didn't happen. That's probably the most dangerous game I've hunted. I also read that short story in English, and that didn't happen. And then I came back, and I couldn't read anymore. (laughs) I felt really bad all the time for some reason. (laughs) Eddie, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, I don't feel, I don't feel good about this call at all. I don't, I don't, I want this discussion <laughs> no, to end. I don't, I don't I, something I feel very about, good. We, it's extremely <laughs> validating. <laughs> something feels wrong. All right. Well, thank you, Sven, for confirming my elite hunter status. Much appreciated. Uh, you suck eggs. Okay, Sven. Oh, he hung up on me. Damn. He, he said you suck eggs and, and hung up on you. That's, that's a pretty good flex right there. That's the real one, too, that we didn't even see coming. <laughs> All right, you want to get to some preguntas? Yeah, you bet. I'm feeling pretty fucking good about myself. I'll look at a pregunta. I went to shout, and I didn't put both hands up, so it looked like I was telling a secret when I was screaming. And so that Damn. doesn't make any sense. You got to do both hands if you're shouting it out loud. Just a little, it's just a very loud secret where you're like, <laughs> it is still on the DL, but this uh, tighter circle that you can exactly. spread it out to. All right, folks, uh, here's a question. At Keith... McBeef, I like that one, said, does this Midwest deserve to be called the Midwest? I think it doesn't because it's not West anymore, but I want some more Midwesterners' opinions on it. I, I agree. The Midwest is just the middle. It's yeah. not even the middle. It's kind of East, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, the top mid. It doesn't make any fucking sense, especially like Minnesota, Wisconsin shit. That shit's at the top, baby. It's cream of the crop. Yeah. Also, I would say um, uh, there's a lot of times where people will use the phrase like Midwest, meaning rural Midwest. Yeah. So like it'll be like, oh, I'm from the Midwest. We just we're nice to each other. But it's actually like but not cities with suburbs because that's Mm -hmm. just a city with suburb area. So the the whole phrase Midwest is kind of fucked. It kind of just means like middle of the country rural. Yeah, it's just it's very nothing thing. But also, it's know. got such a good ring to it. I don't want to leave it. I like saying I'm from the Midwest. Midwesterners. I like that. It's very it's lengthy. Be- it's fine. You know what it is, too? It's because I feel like if there wasn't the Midwest, like that clean of a name, we just wouldn't get a name. I feel like there would be East Coast, West Coast, and then just like your state, you know? Yeah. I like it. I like it. I mean, obviously, there's the South, but like it's not really a, the North, you know? And, and yeah. the, like there's the Union, and I guess was referred to as the North, but like. You're never like, oh, what part of the country are you from? The north. Yeah, you know. It's Which like, is technically kind of where we're both from, you know? Yeah. We're on okay, the northern so yeah. So yeah, which of those like 30 fucking states could you please clarify a little bit more? Yeah. <laughs> you know, the top part of the country. Is you know, if you look up. You know, look up, whoop. you see Wisconsin. That was that was great growing up. Whenever I looked up in the sky, seeing Gus, <laughs> <laughs> seeing Gus looking down on me, you just go, "Someday that guy, I'm gonna live with him." I'm Looks like there's a lot guy. of cheese up in the clouds. <laughs> oh, 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 it's falling. All right. Anyway, fuck the Midwest. Um, at Bucket of Sand asks thoughts on that Nintendo Direct. Ah, uh, it's. I mean, I don't want to do a whole gamer discussion. I just want to see Breath of the Wild too. 
I didn't see Breath of the Wild 2, so whatever. I, I know you were <laughs> I know you were streaming it with some of the boys that day though. Yeah, uh, me, you, Tony, how and did Drew you... were streaming and Will joined us, yeah. How did you feel about how they revealed the Zelda stuff? It seemed a little lame to be like, I know you want to hear this. Anyway, it's here's like, this other thing, and we're charging sixty bucks for it. Like, yeah, I'm uh, glad in a way for people that don't know they they were. It looked like they were going to announce Breath of the Wild, and then they didn't. I appreciate the like, hey, sorry, we're not announcing it, but in the way, like, don't even take a moment to pause. You need to immediately be like, the first thing I need to see is that it's not being there. You know? Yeah. Like, because if you give me even three seconds of a delay for hope, then you know, then there's a whole problem. That but you I'm know, go wild. Yeah, it's whatever. It's the Nintendo directs are never like super crazy. I feel like there's one reveal and then 50 minutes of stuff I don't care about. Do you think? And and have you actually heard too? Speaking of Breath of the Wild two stuff, uh-huh. are are the core gameplay mechanics of just kind of open world shit like hitting down trees, starting fires? Are those going to be anything, the same? But oh, it's the really? same. It's the same game engine, and so yeah. They're not gonna. They're not gonna stray away from the physics and everything. I'm sure that's gonna be in the game because, okay, like, cool. they, it's the same engine, so it's it's gonna be the same graphics. The game looks the same from the trailer we saw. I would be shocked if they didn't if they fucked with the formula like that. Sure. All right. I'm fucking excited for it. Hold Dude. up, really quick. Yeah. Jakey, you're on the podcast. <laughs> I got a little scratchy on the end there. Oh. <laughs> what if what if you tell me I'm on the podcast and I immediately just went into fucking Harry Potter Cedric Diggory's dad after he dies? My boy, <laughs> <laughs> my boy. Uh, okay, take the porker. Yo, I'm actually getting a call from Eric, so I'll let you get back. Yeah, I'll call you later. Okay. Okay, so that's all right. See ya. I wave. Little guest him, but... appearance. You never know who's gonna stop by the Gus Nettie podcast virtually. You never well, know. You never know. Our interns usually screen those, but one got through the cracks. Josh, yeah. come on, guys. Josh. Josh will. Uh, you, know. <laughs> you guys haze him. Haze him. Here's some whipped cream. Get in there. Yeah, the new Gus Nettie podcast intern, Josh, that we keep in, in the hole I was talking about a couple episodes ago. Get him out of the Josh hole. Bring him out. We need some coffee. <laughs> we, named, we, we renamed it the Josh hole for you, buddy. Close yeah. the lid. <laughs> Close the fucking lid. Uh, anyway, um, when I was saying, uh, dude, I am in love with a new game. I am fucking obsessed. Last night sealed the deal late last night, dude. Fucking Valheim. You played that? Oh yeah. I'm, I'm looking to play more just for people that don't know. It's, uh, it's one of those like survival type, but it's a, it's a Viking one with like, it's really expansive and cool. I'm excited to play more for real. I'm, I'm just really surprised. Like in a lot of ways, like I'm kind of waiting for the catch of like, this is too good to be true, frankly, because it's like the game is gorgeous. I'm shocked that it's only 200 megabytes. It's like 200 to 500. It, it's tiny. It's beautiful. And like we, I've probably already put close to 10 hours in the damn thing. Probably haven't even explored 3% of the world. Yeah. Frankly. No, same here. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited to play more. It looks really fucking fun. I, well, maybe we should stream some sometime. Sounds great. That's a game that's right up my fucking alley. It's like Skyrim, Minecraft, foresty shit. Let's do it up. Hell yeah. You got another Pregunt? I do have... <laughs> I don't like the sound of that. Something what, you don't like me taking the A out? Pregunt? <laughs> that's a real load-bearing A that you're removing here. <laughs> how about, about Pregunt? <laughs> Somehow that's worse. <laughs> That sounds like a, a a place in your uncle's gut that he had to get removed surgically and he'll talk about for the next 10 years. All right. Uh, at Kisabili uh, says, my friend and I have been arguing about this for a year. Is it weird to sleep in jeans? I sleep in jeans when Dude. I'm camping. And so, Do you already have an opinion on that? I just like, fuck you for even asking me this. Like, <laughs> Like, not you, I'm saying for the person asking. Is it weird to sleep in jeans? Yeah, what the fuck? Well, on a camping trip, they're like, I do it okay, on a wait, camping trip. Okay, wait, is it just a camping? Let me hear the rest of it. Okay, sorry. It says, I sleep in jeans when I'm camping and sometimes and at sleepovers, uh, and, they find it com- and I find it completely normal, but my friend finds it absurd. Please share your guidance. So have you heard of sweatpants or shorts? Oh, man, so there's, I haven't. There are pants that are much more comfortable. It's. I think that's very weird to sleep in denim. Wouldn't that give like? Wouldn't that give you like a rash or something? I'm trying to think, and I'm telling you honestly, in the last two weeks, I've probably slept in jeans four times. 
What? And it's it's not something that I wanted. To what do, do you mean? What do you wait? How did you go to bed with jeans? So it was at the end of the night. I was just you know I'm just Jay chilling hall. I'm feeling brosty and toasty, and I'm watching a little Shark Tank on the sectional, and I fall asleep. And then you wake up at like 3 a.m. again, and you go, "I'm awake," and I fell asleep on the couch. And if I got up right now, I probably could take off these jeans and put on some comfier things, and you know maybe like go into the other bed. But if I just close my eyes, I'd probably be asleep again in 45 minutes. Well, you're minutes. a couch sleeper, so that's much different, I think, than getting into casual. bed in jeans. Because you, you are, jeans for, on. for people that don't know, Gus, for, uh, I believe, three years in college, didn't get a bed and slept on a couch for three years. Yes, a and so couch. That, if you're sleeping on a couch, you fall asleep on a couch in jeans, I will forgive that. If you pull the covers off of your mattress... And get in and tuck yourself in in jeans. That is a whole different story. Because why wouldn't you it's put shorts or sweat or some joggers on or something? And you just had a big day, man. And you just cruise right in the sheets and get the sleep. That's all you need. But it's like, you know what? I'm gonna leave that one. If camping is a different story. Camping, uh, I feel like you got. There's too many factors that are different. You got to protect your legs, you know. But um. Yeah, I don't know. I've only slept in jeans a couple of times since when I've been like too exhausted and I like passed out. Oh yeah, dude. I just my my level of care has gone so far downhill that it's probably at an all time low. I will just sleep in whatever, dude. I will just do whatever the fuck. When I got those uh, those meat pants from Arby's, probably wore those for two weeks straight. I would be real with you. <laughs> I um uh, when uh. One time, I think I've told this on the podcast before, there was a really, really big storm in the summer when I was going into eighth grade, and uh, my basement started flooding, and the whole family had to stay awake until like 4 a.m. It was the hardest labor I've ever done, where it was like maybe six hours of of the sump pump had broke. For people that don't have basements in, like or, or don't know what it is, the sump pump keeps your basement from flooding when there's a lot of rain. Um, and the sump pump broke and we wanted to keep the water from reaching the outlets to where it would like ruin all the electricity in the basement, you know? Yeah. I think that was it. I don't know. I'm a, I was a fucking kid. Um, but for some reason we had to do it. And, uh, so it was just like six hours of filling a giant bucket up, carrying it up the stairs, throwing it out the front door, you know, away from the basement area. And it was just like that hard labor forever. And when we finished it, I walked upstairs and I got in bed with jeans and with my gym shoes on and fell asleep immediately. Just knocked out. Um, that's a sleep right there. Yeah. So that's, I fell asleep with shoes on once in my life in the mattress. And that's the only time I woke up and I was like, Jesus Christ. Damn, like, dude. I feel like I went to war. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever sleep with socks on? Are you one of those guys? Nah, I, I got to let my puppies breathe, my man. Oh, man. I'm a sock sleeper pretty regularly. Too chilly. I don't judge either way, though. I, well, the thing is, my body, when I sleep, is an absolute furnace. I have to wear, um, like, I have to wear shorts, and I do no shirt, um, because uh, I, I, for some reason, if I wear boxer briefs, I sweat, I feel like I sweat more, if it's just the boxer briefs. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I don't know what is the fuck it is. Is it the contact with the Wait, 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 wait the, the boxer briefs? No, so I'm saying I wear boxer briefs either way, but if okay. I put shorts on, I seem to sweat less. I agree with that, and I wonder if you just can't notice it as much. Is that might it be it? And it's heat? less gross because then I know there isn't sweat directly touching the mattress. There's a barrier in between. I think so. Yeah, you just don't feel the sensations of it. I think especially like our uh, like kind of body type as well. It was like, dude, I was sailing comfortable, and then I hit seventeen, and it's like, how would you like to be sweaty every moment for the rest of your life? I just what don't get it. Happened? I don't. I don't feel as though I earned this. I, I am not in great shape, but I feel as though I, I did so much work in my high school years that I should still have at least a couple years worth of good shape momentum for like sweat level tolerance stuff. Uh, I don't understand. I just am a fucking sweat machine. I just even don't get it. When I've been in the best shape of my life, I'm still sweating like a maniac. And I, I mean, we can cut this if you, don't, if you don't want me to mention it, but you also had that the two years when we were... Like going, uh, well, first moving dude. out here where your right armpit was sweating significantly more than the left. And I don't it was, know why? 
honestly just very interesting more than yeah. anything. It was just very interesting. Somebody armchair doctor diagnosed me in the comments, but what the fuck was happening? Like I tried everything. And even during those times I had periods where I'd fluctuate down to being like in pretty good shape again, you know? Yeah. And, and it would be like, I'd try everything. I'd try trimming back my armpit hair and everything. And then like trying antiperspirant and shit. And it would always just be like, dog, I cannot fucking, it would be the thing where you would have time in the morning and you weren't rushing out right away. It would be like, you know, Gus, Eddie, Tony, were staying at that Airbnb, you know? And, and, yeah. and it would be like, I would wake up, I'd get in the shower and I'd have tons of time in the morning. We didn't rush off anywhere and we'd just be relaxing at, at, at home for like an hour and a half. And I would put antiperspirant on well after the shower so that I didn't trap the heat in. And it'd be like I'd take one step outside, even unrelated to the heat, and it would be like my armpit area is drenched, and it would only yeah. be on my right hand side. And I'd be like, I don't, I don't even understand what's going on. Like it would, this is disgusting. I would just be sitting, like leaning forward, you know, on my phone or something, and I would feel like sweat dripping down my arm towards my elbow. And, and then it like, just okay. stopped, right? It just fucking stopped as I got into being in worse shape. So what the fuck even happened with that shit? I don't get I that. I don't know, dude. Also, uh, one memory, it, one pre-COVID memory that I don't want back, even though it's at a fun place. Right when we moved out here, it was probably mentioned on one of the first podcasts, um, we went to Universal. And it was what? Like fucking 96 and the feels like was like 102 because of the oh, sun. Man. And even though we were at a theme park, I was so miserable. It's like I was just so sweaty and awful. I just the the biggest battle in my life is sweat. <laughs> it's it's a constant problem for me. I hate it. Is that the one where we are trying to do Gus and Eddie go to Hollywood or whatever? Um, I or go no, to it was just or... when we moved out there. We shot. By the way, I found our road trip footage. Um, it's oh. not a full it's not a full video, and so it's not worth editing into something. But maybe uh-huh. I don't know. Sometimes we'll put a cut together. But I was um, uh, Chrissy needed an SD card for a video she's shooting, and uh, I looked on one of them, and I was like, "This is the road trip footage. I have it." Oh, dude, that's so exciting, man! There's I, a there's a couple of bits that. we shot at the motels that were pretty fun. Maybe I'll I do like, like a small cut of like maybe a five minute episode or something. That was fun, a little Gus and Eddie classic. I was just about to say Gus and Eddie classics. That'd be cool. I like that. Dude, nothing greater than finding some shit on an old SD card like that. Yep. It's you know? especially like that's more of a almost bit vlog one. So it's also a memory rather than just mm-hmm. an old bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, it's gonna be fun to see. Dude, I still to this day, I shot like the very last project and collaboration thing that I did pre quarantine was uh I shot a, a sketch with this as like the pretending to be the Scooby Doo gang. And memes Did you find in it. that yet? Never found it. Never fucking found oh, keep, it, dude. Keep explaining. I'm sorry. I just there's, to know. Well, there's two sketches on there. First of all, there is a sketch, because they were both supposed to be Comedy Central sketches. And Eddie and I shot a sketch, and I lost it. And I've since, for insurance, reshot it with Ian Kung during that quarantine thing. Wait, and which sketch? I don't, it's just the one where it's like when you're watching a movie with a friend who's seen the movie before. You know? Dude, we must have shot that oh, like like a like Year two a years ago. Pro- I, at that least, was... dude, it wasn't even close to quarantine that we shot that one together. Like the you and I me one. I forgot about that video. Completely oh my god, gone. completely gone. On that same SD card is like it's the Scooby Doo gang, and and the thing is too, there was for like a week or two afterwards, I was seeing some memes and shit on the subreddit of like, why the fuck is Gus just dressed like Fred from Scooby Doo right? today? And I and kept it was thinking like Vilsi. I was yeah, like, we'll like, see once he puts it up. And you never put it up. So you, they were like, does anyone it. think Gus is dressed, looks a lot like Fred? He was dressed as Fred. Like, I was, yeah. I was dressed as Fred. So I was Fred and Mimi was Velma. Mimi was Daphne. Sabrina was Velma. And Charlie Barons was Fred. And uh, the last fucking thing I did is or I went Scooby, and Scooby probably, right? Or, yeah, he was, no, Charlie Barons was Fred. I didn't have Wait, weren't a Scooby. you dressed as Fred? Or fuck me, I got the names mixed around. Shaggy. Shaggy uh, is what I meant. Yeah. What oh am I? Oh my god, we're fucking up. Oh here. my god. Oh my god. Whoa. Why would I say Scooby? Why is I? Apologies to Charlie Barons. I wasn't like, no, he should be the dog. Like, that's not, I was saying, I meant to say Shaggy. Man, that was just I. I remember that those in the afternoon, and uh, we went and we we shot that one, and there was no real talks of like having to do anything. We went and and it was like really really early pandemic shit before it was like even a problem with stuff and then it was like 
I had some Thai food, and then the next day we were in quarantine. You know, like yeah, it was that fucking it, quick. My stream room is what used to be your room. So, and it's, you cleared it out completely. Everything that was in here, you Dude, took. So, where yeah. the fuck is the SD card? I don't know where it could have been. Like, at this point, it's got to be in something. I am a little, I, I had a jolt of a heart attack. I found a, I found an old box with a bunch of old SD cards in it. And I did find some cool shit, nothing valuable. The only thing was it of, that box that right when you first left and you were looking for it, I put a box together of some of the like camera equipment no, and SD stuff, or no, oh, it was but, just an old box. Because I remember you had like two of those boxes where they were like smaller Amazon cardboard boxes, and they were filled with like Yu-Gi-Oh cards and some pens and shit. And then like yeah. the amount of times Eddie that I probably like pre moving out of that even second apartment that I went back and I was like. It's got to be in like the cracks of one of these boxes. And yeah. they weren't even big boxes. I probably looked in those fuckers 20 times. So who the fuck knows where that sketch is? Maybe it'll show up sometime. Who who goddamn knows? Uh, but I did find one positive thing in the old SD card boxes. I found the final video. And it's on this SD card that I hold in front of you, folks. I found the final video that I shot back home with my family in June. And it's a sketch with me and Sven and my dad in it. And I'm really fucking excited to edit it. Oh, shit. Oh, awesome. It's called How They Wrote Songs in the 70s. So let's hope that'll be a fun one. But maybe you'll see that soon. And then I'll have to field comments all week of like, wait, I thought that Gus didn't go home. And I was like, bro, it's summer in the video. I'm not, that was last year. So I'll be rad. That will be. And you know what I was thinking? What? I think I'm done talking to you today. I think I'm over it. Can I say something? You can say one more thing. Coming to you live from Sun... I don't want to talk. I don't want to say anything.